0: Welcome to another episode of Where the Fuck the Popcorn Bags, the podcast where we review a movie, but not before we give you some tidbits and then go watch it while we eat some snacks and inevitably get a little high. I am the one and only Mantis Toboggan, and I really don't care about movies tonight, Brianna. I am ready to be a crypto millionaire.
1: Well, since you already said my name, I just want to get some more yogurt.
0: (laughs) You're a yogurt girl now, like Jamie Lee Curtis?
1: I'm a yogurt girl. call it pink pinkberry so you poop a lot no i actually really needed to poop today and i like took time out of my day to go to a poop place and then i got stage fright
0: and today we'll (laughs) be watching tom clancy's without remorse starring michael b jordan before we get into the movie of the night however brianna and i are going to talk about some expectations we have and discuss some things we learned about it while easily scanning the internet i was going to ask you how your day was brianna but we already know now um, did you end up? Did you end up being able to relieve yourself after?
1: Nope, I don't know where it went. It's just back up in there.
0: Oh, so it's just lost in the it's it's just, just lost back up in, in the, the
1: intestines.
0: Probably <laughs> in Marjo's basement. That is Marjo's basement. It's where it's where Marjo lives <laughs> in Brianna's butt. Tidbits. <laughs> Movie of the night, ladies and gentlemen, is Tom Clancy's Without Remorse. It's based on the book of the same name. But since the book was based uh, during the Vietnam War, and and it was released in 1993, this has been updated to be in the 2010s, because I think it's in Syria, so ISIS? I don't know, TBH. So, we'll see. Uh, It has been in development hell for 20 years, just like Mortal Kombat last week, Brianna. Uh, It has been in development hell, though, pretty much since the book was written. I guess they first projected it to come out in winter of 1995. (laughs) So, so, overshot overshot that a little bit. Uh just been sitting on the shelf. Keanu was supposed to play the main character at one point, Morpheus was even supposed to be in it. Um and then like 15 years later, Tom Hardy was supposed to be in it. So they they could never get the ball rolling on this fucking thing. They've been they've been trying to get it going four different times. I do know this is an offshoot of the Jack Ryan film series and it's supposed to be an origin story for a character named John Kelly who Michael B Jordan plays. And the only other two people to play John Kelly are Ray Donovan and you know who else?
1: The Green Goblin.
0: Yes, you do know. That's great. Good research, Brianna. Uh which I got to start off I just uh, I just want to say that like I had no idea Jack Ryan was a fucking like he had, they call it the Ryanverse. Like I had no idea there was an entire <laughs> movie universe like I don't know what's good with me, but I thought it was just, like, the Jim Halpert show. I didn't... I have I, the Jack Ryan show on Amazon. Like, I had no idea. But in reality, Jack Ryan was the main character in fucking Hunt for Red October, uh, Patriot Games, Clear and Present Danger, Some of All Fears, the one with fucking uh, Ben Affleck, which I've all heard of, I've, and I've seen, like, half of them. But, like, uh, two of them were Harrison Ford. One was Alec Baldwin. Like, I definitely wasn't watching fucking jack ryan shadow recruit starring chris pine that came out in 2014 so mm. this is technically the sixth film in the ryan verse which is very weird to say um i but, didn't
1: know there was anything other than the jim halpert show
0: <laughs> exactly right but you've heard and of then, like in red old, october well, yeah like i know there was movies
1: and stuff but i never like put it all together i guess i don't know
0: Bridget Moynihan was the star of I think the Sum of All Fears with Ben Affleck in two thousand two. Do you think that Tom, Tom Brady's Brady baby mama? yes, Tom Brady's baby mama, do you think that Tom Brady met her through Ben Affleck and then she fell out of the spotlight and he was like, "Oh, never mind. I thought she was gonna be a bigger star.
1: I think Tom Brady appreciated that she was like this I don't know, I'm just guessing here, but she was smart and she was pretty, and she wasn't a a big a big name like Giselle, but then I think he became a little more famous and he was like, Oh, I don't need you anymore.
0: Yeah, I'd agree. It's all Brady, all Tom Brady does is win and I think that it's at the uh it's sometimes at the, the cause of some friendships. He probably he's probably lost some people along the way. Probably. Probably, yeah. Like you
1: think he still talks to Edelman? Probably not.
0: I I yeah, I bet he does, but I no, bet he no, no, I bet no, he no. wouldn't if he didn't think that he could serve him any good.
1: It's pity. It's a pity talk. I
0: tweeted about him today.
1: Pity. Pity he tweets. <laughs> it's
0: like, fuck you, midget. No. I'm Julian Edwards Heights, so. It's, yeah, it's okay. Um, it is directed. Tonight's movie, though, is directed. I digress. Uh, uh, tonight's movie is directed by Stefano Solima, who has most notably directed a movie called A Cab. And uh, the, second Sicar- the second Sicario movie, yeah, he directed a movie called ACAB. Do you know what that stands for, Brianna? No. Do you know what you don't know what ACAB stands for?
1: I don't even know if I'm hearing you right. Just tell me what you're saying. You're
0: so naive. It stands for all cops are bastards.
1: Why does everything have an ac- acronym?
0: <laughs> don't you have a Blue Lives Matter sticker on your car?
1: No. <laughs> and yet my car still gets smashed into all the time. <laughs> No, the only thing I know about ACAB is uh, the Stop Glorifying Rats. What? Yeah. What is that? That's not an acronym. It's just Stop Glorifying Rats. What is that? I don't know.
0: Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to look I'll that ex- up.
1: I'll explain that to you another time when you're older.
0: Okay. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, Brianna. Um, this movie tonight, uh, of course... So, so, Stefan Salima, who directed sicario the second movie also happens to be written by the same guy who wrote tonight's movie tyler sheridan i'm a huge tyler sheridan fan he's written sicario obviously uh hell or high water wind river that new angelina jolie movie coming out brianna that we're gonna watch in a couple weeks
1: about john cena being a smoke smoke jumper
0: yep yep (laughs) yep uh and he also created yellowstone which you know is one of my new favorite shows this dude fucks in my opinion Uh, He rewrote this script, though, because it was already written in, they already wrote it in 1994. Like, they had it ready to go, and he had to rewrite it because it was obviously very different times. (sighs) Um, Oh, and this other dude, Will Staples, has a writing credit on this movie, too, and he helped write the Modern Warfare 3 script, which makes sense why he would be on this because he'd probably have a solid knowledge of guns and, like, tactics and lingo and shit from the 2010s. Because of the campaign in that movie, the, the campaign in that game was pretty solid. And so, I guess, okay. like, Tyler Sheridan probably structured it really well. And then he probably had some jargon, Will Staples did, that that he was able to add in. Um, it obviously stars Michael B. Jordan. And it also stars Jodie Turner-Smith from Queen and Slim. And Jamie Bell, who played The Thing in that last Fantastic Four reboot, which was... Not great. Did you see that?
1: No, Jamie Bell in my eyes is most famous for being married to Evan Rachel Wood and oh, okay. for starring in the Wake Me Up When September Ends music video. With oh, okay. Evan Rachel Wood. He's <laughs> wow. also uh what's his face? He was Billy Elliot. In what? I don't know. I don't
0: know in what Billy that Elliot. I don't know who's Billy Elliot.
1: Billy Elliot was about um an English boy who wanted to be a ballet dancer and his family was like no that's fucking stupid
0: that yeah, is fucking stupid <laughs> but
1: he wanted to f- he just felt the rhythm in his toes
0: yeah um if i don't know about the ryan verse i definitely don't know about billy Elliot.
1: it's an old movie because he was a kid not
0: that in they're a- in I just like, there's just some movies that are just so bad that you know you don't have to see them. We can go over that. It's actually not a bad
1: movie, but (laughs) it's just maybe not interesting for you.
0: What's the Rotten Tomatoes score? I don't know. I'm going to look it up and prove you wrong. like no Rotten Tomatoes.
1: I actually don't really know too much about Tom Clancy outside of like the movies that came out in the 90s and early 2000s. And that I played Rainbow Six on a PC when I was younger, and I didn't understand it.
0: Yeah, Shocking. I have played many a. Uh, I played The Division. <laughs> I played Splinter Cell. I played Rainbow Six. I played a, Played a lot of them. Um, it's obviously they're decent video game series. Obviously, knew the books was was hot in like the 80s, I guess. Uh, I think my he, grandfather had fucking... every single book. Really? Yeah. See, yeah, Tom Clancy kids always weirded me out. If I'm being honest. Well, cod kids are weird. Like, if you're, like, a cod kid, you're fucking weirdo. Like, I'm sorry. It's just, like, Tom Clancy kids, cod kids, like, that's the same kind of, like, I love World War II memorabilia. Like, you're a weirdo, dude. I'm sorry.
1: Okay, well, this was uh, my grandfather, so he wasn't a kid.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: <laughs> he was living it. But, yeah, cod kids, and, uh, they're weird.
0: Oh. Uh, speaking of weird, Guy Pierce is also in this movie, and, uh.
1: You know who he's, else is in you it? You know
0: him. He's he's white.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of like just random like white wannabe action people in this. I'm surprised Frank Grillo's not in it, but he's pretty famous Ooh,
0: now. He's 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 got more clout <laughs> than that now. Brianna, come on.
1: The guy from the the mean vampire from Twilight's in it. That's the only thing that I noticed when I kept scrolling through the credits on IMDb. I was like, oh cool, Mrs. Charlie Conway's in it. Michael B. Jordan's in it. And then I was like, and the mean guy from Twilight. Okie dokie.
0: (laughs) The mean guy from Twilight?
1: Yeah, he's one of the bad vampires.
0: Hmm, okay. Um, Production began on this movie in October 15th of 2019. uh, Because the panty hit mid-film, it had to finish up a year later on October 19th of 2020. So mostly shot in DC and LA. Michael B. did sign up for a sequel too. So we should be getting another one, regardless of how this does. You know how Amazon is; they're both. Well, boom. he's
1: um, he's a producer on it too.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, that's crazy. That's it's crazy that people have actively tried to make this movie numerous times, and it just didn't work out. Same thing with Mortal Kombat last week. Like they're they're like pretty high profile properties, and so you know Tom Clancy was pretty hot in the nineties, and so for them to have to take twenty years to create a film that he was like hitting on like i I don't know it just seems it seems crazy that it didn't work out it just goes just shows you another level of hollywood i think that's interesting yeah yeah and i think i completely agree and the fact that it could just be like it could still sit there 20 years and someone 20 years later is like all right nice now we can finally make this fucking thing
1: yeah we'll see though i mean moral combat had its thing but like the tom clancy movies they were like huge i feel like they really missed their moment
0: yeah, Hunt for Red October, I think, was the biggest one, and then they kind of trailed off from there. It, 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 came back and forth when you know when Ben Affleck got that. That was pretty big. Some of all fears was was a pretty big thing to happen. Isn't but, Kevin
1: Costner in Some of All Fears? I love Kevin
0: Costner. Yeah, I believe he is. And then, but then, like you know, the Jack Ryan Shadow Agent. Like I never watched that show. I didn't want to watch that show. I heard it's decent, but it's just not for me. I, I'm not a huge like Tom Clancy, Jason Bourne. Like, I I respect them, but I'm not a. It doesn't, it doesn't really get Come me going. About that the, not those kind of action movies. I've never seen the Mission Impossible. Is so I gonna see him. Um. <laughs> at the time of this recording, Brianna. Tom Clancy's Without Remorse has a 5.8 out of 10 on IMDb, based on 13,505 reviews. It has a 43% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes, based on 141 reviews, and a 45% audience score, based on 500 plus reviews. So. Very rare to see the audience and the critics so so in tune. Uh, 42% on Metacritic and 80% of Google users like this movie, which is actually very low for Google users if you've been listening to this podcast for a little bit. Do you have any thoughts or tidbits?
1: I don't have any additional tidbits. I am, however, not looking forward to this movie.
0: (laughs) Not at all? Not even a little bit?
1: like a teeny tiny little like uh,
0: i think we both like michael b jordan and i've heard he's really good in it so let's hope
1: who was i thinking about earlier today where i was like i feel like michael b jordan's gonna be just like this Mm. person like they're gonna mark Wahlberg. no like they're gonna keep making films that like they think are good but they're really not and like Maybe we should just stick to serious movies. But then, like, I know that serious movies are probably, like, really taxing on, like, your mind and, like, your body. Because you get to get into those roles. So, yeah, maybe you want to toss it up with some, like, action. But
0: Also, when when Amazon comes to you and says, well, I guess Amazon bought the rights from Paramount. But when Paramount comes to to you and says, hey, kid, do you want to be, like, you want to have a franchise, like, to yourself? Like, that's got to be pretty enticing.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like obviously if Amazon approached me and they were like, Hey, we hear you have a really awesome <laughs> podcast. <laughs> you wanna you wanna you wanna sell that to us? I'd probably be like, Fuck yeah.
0: Yeah, and then I'd be like, Sorry, Brianna, but it's my IP. Thanks.
1: I'd be like, Fuck yeah and then I would never tell you and I would just lose your phone number. But <laughs> bitch.
0: You goddamn bitch.
1: So yeah, but i just i don't know i feel like michael b jordan's such a great actor and we're just not gonna be able to see it because he's gonna pick these like weird roles that he thinks people are gonna see because he's michael b jordan but in reality we're just like oh there's another michael b jordan movie
0: yep yep he's extremely talented i know Um, and that's
1: what bums me out
0: he's directing the next creed so that'll be interesting that's his first directing role
1: See, like, why is he trying to do that?
0: Because he probably wants to branch out. He, I mean, come on, you can't. It's he's been in the movies. He's been in the movie industry and television industry for twenty years. There's, you can't tell me he's not gonna like be like. I want to try directing. That sounds fun. Like, like, of course it sounds fun. Why wouldn't you, you know what I mean? Like he's been just watching it for so long.
1: Yeah. But just because it sounds fun and you've been around it for a long time, doesn't mean you're going to be good at it.
0: I also don't think Michael B. Jordan is like a dumb guy. I don't think he's a dumb guy actor. I don't think he's just like a, I'm here to read lines. Like, I think that he's like probably like a bright dude and he's got some thoughts and he probably just wants to like, try to like bring out his vision a little bit. Don't, don't scold. Don't, don't give me shit about Michael B. Jordan right now, Brianna. Okay. He's
1: dating Steve Harvey's daughter. Like,
0: oh, that's a poor choice of people to date. Exactly. Sorry, Michael so B. Jordan. So there's your
1: intelligence for him. Um...
0: <laughs> Why don't you give me the synopsis while we go while I go pack my suit?
1: Oh, you mean the synopsis that I actually copied down? Let me hear it. Are you ready? I am. John Clark, a Navy SEAL, goes on a path to avenge his wife's murder, only to find himself inside of a larger conspiracy.
0: Ooh, spooky ghosts.
1: Spoopy.
0: All right, let's do this thing. Everybody, grab your bongs, your bowls, your joints, and your soup. Heat them up. And in three, two, one. <sniffs> <sighs> we have just watched Tom Clancy's Without Remorse, starring Michael B. Jordan. It, yeah, uh, it was, it was. Um, there
1: definitely wasn't remorse.
0: I didn't hate it, but I also didn't like it. Brianna, what'd you think of Tom Clancy's Without Remorse? Rainbow Six Two.
1: I can give it to you in like a short. I'll just summarize the whole movie for you. Michael B Jordan puts himself in sticky situations just because he needs to get the gear. <laughs> 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 he,
0: he, he always needs like he always needs like a bag or a vest or he's like I need we need to get the g-. they at one point they literally shout we need to get the gear.
1: <laughs> there is literally multiple scenes where he's caught in peril because he's like I can't forget that fanny pack. And we
0: don't really know what's in the fanny pack, but we assume it's bullets and more guns. We have
1: no it could literally be a picture of his wife. We have no idea. It could be the last chicken fry in all of Russia, but we don't know.
0: <laughs> he went to the he went to Burger King right before the fall I of just... Sokovia.
1: <laughs> right before he blew the Maximov twins out of their couch. <laughs>
0: the the guns were great uh, that was the that was the best part of the movie if we're being honest they did have
1: some really good guns
0: everybody everybody knew that was going to be the case going into it you knew the guns were going to be good that's that's the point of the movie uh the action scenes were also enjoyable um (gasps) Brianna Enjoyable was is a stretch. Yeah, I, well, well, I'll I'll delve deeper into that in a second. Uh, Brianna was way quicker to pick apart things that didn't make sense <laughs> than I was. Uh, like, where did they get clean clothes, or where did they get a boat engine for their inflatable boat? You know, stuff like that. Brianna was like very quick to to be like, "Hey, <laughs>
1: there's I kinda, nothing else to watch."
0: <laughs> I kind of just let it slide, but uh, decent story structure, and what I mean by that is, um, Michael B. Jordan gets caught up in something he he uh there's a there's a dilemma he has to choose whether to jump into the second act there's a second act that's very different from the first act um and then the third act happens the whole I'll thing get, was
1: boring though. i'll get
0: more to that in the spoiler zone i know that kind of sounds lame but i don't want to i don't want to spoil it for anybody so if you really don't care about seeing this movie then you can listen to the spoiler zone and i'll explain. It everything about what I just mentioned in terms of story structure. But the story itself just sucked. Like the structure was fine, but the story that it was telling was just so fucking boring. The actual
1: words were very lame. Yes.
0: Yeah. Like, and you know how I feel about editing during fights, Brianna? Uh, I think that the fight scenes in this were decent. The shots Mm -hmm. were fine. Um, The sets kind of threw me off at times. I know I mentioned that it just looked like a soundstage. I know you were very, very quick when they, there was a plane (laughs) crash and they were like clearly in a pool on a soundstage. <laughs> Brown was like, they're just in a pool. Like, you could just tell they're in a pool. Like, it was...
1: The lighting was so awful. That's why. And
0: it was very different from the next scene where they were like jettisoning across a shore, like on their new boat. Yeah, they like, needed with some waves and they shit. They needed some
1: Zack Snyder up in there, darken it up a little bit.
0: <laughs> oh, God. Speaking of dark, this whole movie was in the dark. <laughs> like, literally, yeah. I feel like every scene was shot at night, like in this movie. There was like two daytime scenes. Um, the dialogue was just so boring to me, which is confusing because it's based off a text-based medium. Like, so you'd think it would have like some like good dialogue. Well, I mean, that
1: was in, that was in 93. Like, I can't imagine that everything in that book just isn't relevant anymore.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Even the lingo. Yeah. Tom Clancy probably just wrote it like a, he was, he started writing in his 40s. So he was like 60 when he wrote this book. Um, but
1: it couldn't have been that awful. Tom Clancy was like a best-selling author.
0: It's true. Michael B. Jordan was, yeah, but Ronald Reagan was also the most favorite person in the in the world at that point in time, so times change. Michael B. Jordan was great in this. I bet Ronald Reagan would be very disappointed that Michael B. J- uh, Bla- uh, Michael B. Jordan is starring in a Tom Clancy movie, but here we are. Uh, he was fantastic, and he was the best part of the mm-hmm. movie, uh, besides the guns. I thought it was. I thought his acting was fine. He was yoked, Brianna. He was ripped up in this.
1: Yeah, but he was in Black Panther. We just couldn't see it because he had a really nice outfit on.
0: Well, he did take. He did take off his uh, when he was in the jail. He took off his shirt and he was like, he was like pumping oh, so, his muscles. I was like, oh shit. Oh,
1: that's what you were paying attention to. Okay. There's only th-
0: there's only so many things to watch.
1: <laughs> He's not a piece of meat. <laughs>
0: Uh, this will just go down as just forgettable it, it will go down as just as forgettable as the Ben Affleck version or the Chris Pine version it wasn't able to hold my attention for more than a few minutes past action scenes like the gun scenes would happen even
1: the action scenes were tiny
0: I know and like the action scenes were so not boring but they it just felt they felt hollow like you can only watch somebody shoot guns with no stakes for so long like there were no stakes in this fucking movie And something that bothers me. What? Yeah, there's It's without remorse. I guess, but like he's only doing that because okay, so you have John Wick. John Wick's dog dies, and then he's like fighting the whole time because his dog's dead and he's sad. But you can feel, you know, Keanu Reeves is not the most amazing actor, and yet you can feel a lot of emotion coming from his character. Um I'm not blaming Michael B. Jordan for this, but there was just no John Kelly was not a person. He was just a vessel for shooting guns, which it's a movie. Like, so you, it's not a video game. Uh, like, it's a movie. he's a seal.
1: See- like, that's, he said half of his life was devoted to sealing.
0: Yeah. And so he should be, like, distraught about sealing or, like, he should, I don't know. Like, you.
1: He was in a, he was a true patriot.
0: That's what they said. <sighs>
1: He was willing to die for America. That's how patriotic John Kelly was.
0: You know, like, I, I don't know. I'm just saying, though, like, his wife dies in the very beginning of the movie. Spoiler alert. I don't give a shit. His wife dies in the very beginning of the movie. And that's his mission this whole time is to find the people who killed his wife. But you okay. don't feel anything for him as the movie's progressing.
1: There's one miniature moment where he breaks back into his house that his wife was killed in his like really cool like modern split level by the way um and like all the like fucking walls are ripped apart i have no idea why no explanation (sighs) i said they were trying to rob the copper out of it but then he goes into his what i assume would be his daughter's bedroom and he kind of has like a, a shaking like silent panic moment where he gets all full of emotion and that's it well, it's only, about a minute long
0: <laughs> they established there's only one scene where they establish him and his wife, and so that's kind of what I mean. I was going to get into it in the spoiler zone, but like you can only like we only saw his relationship for a fucking like two minutes i i can't i can't feel the whole time during an hour and thirty minutes based off one scene like I can't take that with me the entire time I need more motivation to feel for this character
1: well yeah, we weren't attached to her like John Wick's dog was adorable and most humans are attached to dogs, no matter if they're actually yeah. your dog or not.
0: Yeah, frankly, people are a lot a lot harder to uh, put an attachment on in 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 a movie. When it terms well, animals are so easy. You give somebody a horse or a dog or a pet cat or some shit like that, a, a pet hamster. It takes oh, three minutes. Put it this way: In Men in Black, that pug dog was Frank. in it. Frank was in it for <laughs> a total of like forty-five seconds everybody loved him everybody thought he was the he was the best part of the movie and they brought him back for the second one and he had so much screen time in that and all it took was 30 seconds
1: (laughs) people even liked those fucking weird bugs (laughs) yeah those trash talking bugs well i really i can't even say that i have an actual like favorite part favorite moment there was nothing really redeeming about it and i'm scraping the bottom of the barrel other than like
0: how do you feel about Michael the... B.
1: Jordan's shirtless scenes? That's that's really,
0: it? It's really well, it. How do you feel about how do you feel about the Rainbow Six sequel?
1: And Michael B. Jordan's shirtless body only got me like I don't know, like halfway. <laughs> Wasn't even a full pitch on the tent. <laughs>
0: Quarter chub. Quarter Chub Brianna over here.
1: There's just like a little tickle.
0: <laughs> how many popcorn bags are you giving it?
1: Uh, I'm excited. Okay, first of all. To answer your question, I, pff, I'm not excited for a Rainbow Six spin off or startup, whatever. If they bring back the same team that they brought for this one, as in, like, you know. That chick? Production. Oh my God.
0: Jodie Smith, whatever. She's bo- terrible. So, so boring. And fucking the thing, the guy from Fantastic Four also was very boring. The guy from Wake Me Up When September Ends. Just so boring. He was, like, he guy Pierce sucks. Guy
1: Pierce like, sucks. His character was—he played his character fine. Like that's what he was. He was like a sh- uptight white guy, <laughs> uptight white guy that somehow knows how to like shoot a gun. Okay, um, yeah, Joni Turner Smith. I don't—I've never seen Queen and Slim, but I'm definitely not gonna go run and see it now. Although Keith Stanfield's in it.
0: Yeah, he's very mm-hmm. good. We we love him here. Yeah.
1: Popcorn bags, though. Yeah. Hmm. Tom Clancy's Without Remorse probably gets a 20 out of 50 popcorn bags from Brianna with a no on the recommendation. What <sighs> that's about like, like you? That's,
0: that's like a really good score. I'm torn because, like, I didn't, like, dislike it. I, I, I wasn't sitting there going, like, oh, this movie's bad. Like, I actually thought that it looked pretty good. And like I said, the story structure worked. Um, But, uh, yeah, I'm going 18. Like, it it, it just, oh, wow. like... Yeah, it just, like... <laughs> I don't know like it just like I'm not I'm not I'm like underwhelmed but I'm not disappointed I was kind of anticipating this is how it would feel but at the same time I I was hopeful it was gonna be
1: better like a little
0: better I, I actually did think I guess I am a little disappointed if I'm being truthful with myself but yeah I'm going 18 and I'm yeah I'm probably not recommending it it's just very dull it's it's not very long so it didn't like drag but but I was watching it kind of just like hmm I could, I could be. I I wish I was watching something better. It's definitely no. Like, here's the thing too. We've been pretty pumped up on action movies the last few weeks, and this it didn't come close to Mortal Kombat, um, or Mm -mm. Godzilla vs. Kong. No way, no way. Mm -hmm. You know, the production just was the production value just wasn't there. I guess. Uh. Uh, yeah. So. Let's get into the spoiler zone so we can just get it over with. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm not even going to do it. Just (laughs) That's where it (laughs) it gets. gets gets. Favorite parts of these favorite parts. Brianna, I'll start off. My favorite part was the guns and Michael B. Jordan. Those are my two favorite parts, I guess. But I already said that in this lukewarm zone. Like they just, the guns, there's a lot of cool guns. There's a scene in the very beginning where they pop out of the water and they shoot their guns like all sneakily and you're like, ooh, still seems sick. This, this is That's
1: That scared me actually. That's why I did the big, whoa, I wasn't expecting. Yeah. I thought like maybe it was like a sea monster at first.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I thought book. that was. <laughs> uh, the best <laughs> yeah. fight scene was when fucking Michael, jo- Michael, Michael Jordan, oh yeah, I guess his name is Michael Jordan but it's just weird to say. Uh, when Michael Jordan took on um, like seven like so you like that members. guy on guy action? Yeah, they, were, they they came in with riot shields and they tried to beat Michael B. Jordan up, but he just fucking, like, f- he flooded his cell. For some reason, he flooded his cell. He took off his shirt, flooded his cell, and got the floor super wet, but it didn't really seem to work to his advantage or disadvantage at all for some reason, and he just beat him I up. I
1: didn't, yeah, I didn't really get that.
0: And uh, maybe it was just to get him shirtless and wet for the ladies and the mantises. Mm, I wasn't
1: shirtless at all.
0: <laughs> what about you? But they, yeah, that
1: was another like missed plot hole where it was like prisons, actually, they called it a penitentiary. Penitentiaries have running water faucets in each one of the cells. Like, some what? do.
0: Definitely not maximum security penitentiaries where you put like federal th- criminals.
1: Yeah, where they put people that just like killed other random Russians on again, the side of the street. I'm
0: like... pretty sure if you're a lifer, you get a toilet and uh, if there's a toilet and a sink, if there's a toilet, there's a sink. And most cells have toilets. Yeah, when most we went cells to, I feel like have we toilets. To me, when we went to the medium security prison in high school, all those cells had toilets. Most cells aren't the Most cells have toilets. There's got to be a sink if there's a toilet.
1: Yeah, but like a full, just like you can turn the faucet on and off kind
0: of sink. Actually, Michael B. Jordan didn't have a toilet, but he had a sink.
1: Yeah, what? he had like a full, just like full blown. It wasn't even like a prison oh, sh- sink; it was just like a sink with like pipes and it was like a
0: big ass sink. Yeah, it really. had
1: like a font, fa- like I just that was maybe it that was any, where it started.
0: He's just gonna <laughs> shit in that. Yeah, we're in we're in least favorite parts now because we don't have any more favorite parts.
1: Well, that's um. where my that's where my mind started to wander. I felt like I was watching this movie as if, as if I've already seen it, and I kind of just didn't pay attention to it.
0: It really just felt like a shitty. Early to mid two thousands, like spy movie, you know, like an action spy movie. I don't know. It just, yeah. It was pr- it was pretty there. I'm a little disappointed, not in Taylor Sheridan, because once again, I think his story structure really worked out. But um, I didn't care about this motherfucker's journey at all, like at all, Brianna. <laughs> you know, like like he was in the, he was in the SEAL Team Six, and then he was not. And those people came in and they they all all his guys on his team got killed. And then the people came in and killed his wife. And he oh, yeah. he was able to survive. And there was one guy that left the house that he didn't kill. Um, so the movie was based around him trying to find that guy so he can kill him. And uh a lot of the movie he's just kinda like talking to people like, Where can I find like Nikolai Vikalov or whatever and <laughs> and then the other times he's shooting people. But when he's shooting people, you're not like, oh, shit, like, shit's going down. It's not intense. It's not like Falcon Winter Soldier.
1: Honestly, I don't really know how easy it is to find, like, Russian FSB people, but my... Just viewing of this film, it seems very easy, and it didn't seem like it was super hard. And maybe other films and shows fake how hard it is, but it was just like, yeah, like here you are. Here's the three guys that were in your house that killed your wife. The other guy, he's a ghost. But this one person, jody Turner Smith. Oh yeah, she he's got the she's got the name. Don't worry. And he, she's even got the guy who gave everyone their passports to come to America. It was just like what?
0: Yeah, M- M- Modern Warfare three plot was better in in retrospect i didn't feel for him or anything it just even the action at the end like there's a lot of explosions and they're in sokovia and they're fucking up some apartment buildings and that was so bad too it just wasn't exciting there was just something missing i mentioned it was hollow but it was just something missing like it just bullets flying by and oh, the dialogue was so bad the dialogue
1: was very like When I played Rainbow Six on my PC. (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, 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 for sure.
1: It was very, like, robotic, and it was, like, when there's the scene where they're in Sokovia, and they find out that that CIA guy, or he's actually a CIA guy, and, like, they're all trying to get out of there after he blows himself to, like, Kingdom Come. And there's just, like, these weird, like, little short lines that everyone's doing and like i don't know michael b jordan's like i can't see the guy and they're like he's on your six he's on your six and then jody turner smith's just like i'm gonna track i don't know like our i don't even know (laughs) she was just like tracking and it was like what
0: I uh, the, the story was so slow and like things made sense. It wasn't very confusing, but you were just like, "Why is this happening? What's going on? Like, what is the point?" It's not. It's so boring. Like, make it more exciting. And and when the action's boring, you know something's bad. Like, I get it. It's Amazon or whatever. It's there's no there's like not a lot of blood. Yeah, but Amazon made But like Amazon made the
1: boys, and like that's where I get very disappointed when I see Amazon. Being like safe or kind of you know yeah. rushing things through, and it's like that's a great production.
0: I, f- I have a feeling like Tom Clancy fans would say like, well, it's about like like the tactics they use and like the stealth abilities and yeah, but like, that's fine. The, the attitude, like, like that's fine, but like it's got to be exciting. Like you can't give me a fucking bore Like it can be, it can be like very rigid and tactical and not boring i don't i don't know like,
1: like there a, can be moments of silence in yeah. a tactical environment but it like there just wasn't even
0: yeah <laughs> they they didn't use the music or uh, things there, like that i don't even well. feel like, like there
1: was any music
0: um not a lot of emotion drawn from a lot of things yeah like there's no There just like when you're in the middle of a firefight you should feel something like, i want to viewer. see some
1: fucking sweat beads on someone's head like dripping maybe yep. that would have been exciting or like
0: how about building up a character and then like <sighs> we, we lose him or like give me give me something to be like upset about
1: there is that one part at the beginning though where the guy gets run over by a car and it's kind of like it's not graphic there's no like blood those kills anything, are jarring the kills in the beginning like are it was yeah, it was alarming
0: <laughs> yeah 100% that
1: catches you right off there um,
0: you have any other least favorite parts
1: Not really narrowing it down to any parts. Just pretty much picking out things that I really was upset to look at.
0: Like, anything else?
1: (sighs) I don't know. I do remember doing like a really big sigh at about an hour. (laughs) Uh,
0: The most exciting
1: like emotion that I felt. No, not even that. The most emotion I felt was when subway messed up my cookies and i was supposed to get chocolate chip and they gave me oatmeal raisin
0: oh that's a killer
1: i had more feels for that than i did for sorry but for when his wife died i was just like oh
0: sorry yeah darn did you which i
1: thought see that was another weird thing like they were like yeah we killed your wife and all the other people on your team like they got killed and it was like i get that the the russian assassins thought that michael b jordan would be sleeping in bed with his wife because you know people do that uh and that's probably why they shot her too but why did they only go after his family but no one else's. like the guy that got run over he had like a family and they were in his house when he was outside like i don't know taking the trash barrels in or something like why well, they was got it?
0: To, they went to Michael B. Jordan's house at night, and they probably probably because he he was like the most dangerous.
1: Yeah, but like, how did they miss that he had a basement that he was like sitting in?
0: Yeah, like I said, you got to go go to bottom bottom to top. Start I mean, I get bomb. it. It was
1: confusing. They're Russian. They probably are not used to split levels to begin with. So they were probably very confused at, like, the, the floor plan. They probably didn't know that it had a basement because they probably walked in and they were like, it goes down and up, like, right when we walk in. That's confusing.
0: So no they were probably like, "It doesn't in
1: have a." They are probably like, it doesn't have a basement. The basement is just fucking water. Like, I don't know. Just skeletons down there.
0: <laughs> Who would hang out in the basement?
1: Marja loves the basement, so I just,
0: I don't really get it. Who would go down to the basement? That's not very good. I'm going to cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> in Russia. Soviet Russia.
1: You get to channel your ear like Yara. Who, y- who are you? Think about Julia. Julia, who doesn't even know how to speak English.
0: Hello? Is there anyone in the basement? No, what the fuck is going on, dude? I can't do it. I don't know. That one, was,
1: that one wasn't That one was bad.
0: Hello. He, hello.
1: Your dialects are kind of changing.
0: My name is basement boy. I am here to help.
1: Okay, you're going to have to cut that
0: off. Okay. What did you watch? What else did you watch this week?
1: <laughs> are we done with uh, Tom Clancy's Without Remorse?
0: I'm done with it. I have nothing else to say. I was done with it six minutes ago.
1: The only thing that I can maybe see where you'd want to watch it is, like, if you're a big Michael B. Jordan person and you only watch movies that are, like, people that you happen to enjoy.
0: I don't want to talk about it anymore.
1: (laughs) Okay, well, let's talk about what I watched. I didn't watch anything because I was just—I came home late every day from work and I just didn't really have the motivation to watch any sort of movie. I did catch up on some Better Call Saul. I'm, like, midway through season four.
0: That's pretty good. I love that show. He's so good. I'm all caught up on that, and I can't wait for the new season to drop.
1: I'm wondering, isn't season six the new one? Yeah. Where is season five?
0: On Netflix.
1: I feel like mine only goes up to season four. Really? I, I want to say yes. I need to double check later, but I'm pr- like... I'm not gonna give up part of my body or anything, but
0: um, I'm like seventy percent. It, it says it says Netflix. Yeah, but I don't.
1: It does. I don't know if it has all the seasons. Cause uh, is isn't it, um... it says
0: it says one through five? Like I'm just it, I'm just looking at it. Okay. Or no, it says yeah. It says one through five.
1: Cause doesn't a isn't it an AMC show? Doesn't AMC have their own like thing? No. They don't. I thought AMC like wasn't on like
0: cable anymore. Oh, I guess it's not on Netflix. Never mind. Sorry, sorry. Never mind. I'm a liar. I, I am a lawyer.
1: To the basement. Uh, did William you watch Well, maybe I can live vicariously through you.
0: I watch Invincible. That was pretty good.
1: Oh, speaking of
0: amazing this... show, you got to get on that. Uh, pass. <laughs> okay.
1: Sorry. Speaking of though, that leads me into my headlines. Oh, okay. That headlines. Extra, <laughs> extra, read all about it. <laughs> sorry. So, sorry. <clears throat> right after Invincible, Mortal Kombat got beat out by an anime movie. Is top of the top of the charts. Did you see that?
0: Yeah, it's called. Are you like, watch Demon, it? Demon Slayer.
1: Yeah, it sounds intense.
0: <laughs> I had no intention of watching it, but it, it did really well at the box office. And uh, I've heard that the theater's been pretty packed for it um, at, at the local theater. Yeah, ew. <laughs> but <laughs> but either way, it's uh, very surprising. I'll I'll have to at least check out the premise because I haven't looked that up yet. I'm not going to lie.
1: Yeah, you can I, at least like watch a trailer or something. Or... I
0: just finished the Death Note anime. Oh. That shit's fucking dark. That shit's dark. It's just straight up about a serial killer, but it's a, a it it's anime version. Pretty dark. Yeah, it's it's it was not bad. Well, I'll tell you that. I want to watch the Netflix version that everybody fucking hates, though, because since now I've watched the entire anime, I haven't read the manga. Sorry, Ugh. but I have watched the anime, so now you I'm gonna can't watch the speak movie. About it. <laughs> yeah, I guess I, can't, I guess I can't fucking talk about it um what i can talk about is the mer- marvel first look though brianna
1: i've watched that during without remorse it was wicked <laughs> exciting
0: <laughs> I, I, okay so there's a part in the marvel uh first look which i will link in the description if you haven't seen it it is the introduction to phase four essentially that marvel dropped today um or in the past since you're listening to this in the future uh, there's a scene in it where they show the audience reaction of when Cap has um, uh, uh, summons Mjolnir into his hand, and he fucking's like Avengers assemble, and yeah, like everybody he starts all by sc- himself. He's everybody starts screaming in the fucking theater. Like I got so emotional during that, I got filled with chills. I was I didn't realize how much that resonated with me until I was rewatching it. Like I was like, fuck, man, that was so cool. That was like so cool. I remember being in the theater and people being like, yeah, I looked at, I looked at some like 45 year old dude next to me and I was like, yeah, this is fucking awesome, right? And he was like, yeah. <laughs>
1: like, we were bonded at that moment. Is that the movie we went to see together and you didn't remember me going? That's fine. <laughs> oh,
0: shit. Maybe. Wait, were you the 45 year old man that was sitting next to me? Is that who I'm talking about? Maybe. Oh, I remember right. when that like
1: happened in the theater. I think I like I didn't sh- cry, but like a tear welled up in my eye.
0: It was very emotional. I, even we had when been I did the so rewatch, long. yeah, right, yes. When oh, I did, when I did the rewatch, same, <sighs> same.
1: I was f- in the feels.
0: I think, even and then more even so watching when I did the re-watch. it in that
1: when I even watched it in that little first look, I was like, oh my gosh, I remember that, and I was like, woo. <laughs> Because you just, yeah, you're like caps all alone and you're like, the fuck are they going to, is this how it's going to fucking end? And then all of a sudden, mm -mm, mm-mm, mm-mm.
0: Like, you Mm -mm. knew it wasn't going to end that way, but you didn't know it was going to end that way. Like, they (laughs) really did the damn thing. That's just gold star to how to begin and end something, end a story. Like, it was just beautiful. Back to front. Speaking of Marvel, though, did you see that they didn't want to end... Uh, WandaVision with Doctor Strange because they didn't want a white guy saving the day. I read an article about that today. They didn't want like a quote, quote, like quote unquote, like white guy saves the day kind of ending. And I was like, that's interesting. I've never thought of that, but I'm ignorant, so I guess I wouldn't think about that.
1: I think if Doctor Strange had saved the day, I wouldn't have been like, oh man, a fucking. White guy just ruined the whole show because he comes in and saves the day with his white male confidence. Like I don't think that would have struck me. There was I, I, some pretty pff, fucking anti-feminist things going on in Tom Clancy throughout *Remorse*. Considering there was rewrites from '93, I don't know how those slipped in, but whatever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Good point, Brianna, part-time feminist. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Brianna Part-Time Feminist was very upset, but whatever. You guys can find those for yourself. But yeah, again, I didn't think Doctor Strange, like, if he had saved the day, I wouldn't have been like, oh, fucking Caucasians come in here and ruin everything again, as usual.
0: (laughs) No, I feel like I would have been like, and... I would have been like, I "I can't wait for
1: Doctor Strange!
0: Yeah, I would have been like, oh shit, it's Doctor Strange, this is dope, I love this show! It's so good! You did such a good job, Disney! And now that I know this, I'm like, okay, like that's that's fine, I guess. They the ending was still fantastic. I really enjoyed it. But
1: do you think that's what Disney's going to do? They're going to try to be like too PC now.
0: Well, I mean, obviously, the Falcon Winter Soldier took like you know it was very direct about their message, and they and they and they really they really went for it. Well, I think they've I think they went for it more so (laughs) in more more so than any other time they've ever touched on anything really i think this is like it's it was pretty like broad though the way they the way they went about it which is which is totally fine given the subject matter um but i don't i don't know it's gonna be very interesting to see how like i hope they implement the culture and like like all that great stuff and they make it about that person and that identity but they don't like harp on it like black panther he was from africa and it was about African culture. It was like a movie about African culture, so it needed to be about a black superhero. So I hope that Shang-Chi is like a movie about Asian culture, and so it needs to be an Asian superhero and not like Disney taking a weird turn. I don't think it's going to be that way. I I, I don't assume it's going to be that way. Do you? You do kind of, don't you?
1: No, my thoughts with... So there was some, a pretty good Asian representation in Doctor Strange, if you okay, recall. Yeah. yeah, there was yeah. there was some good some good Asian action in there. Now, sure, Shang Chi is part of the f- whatever the the forthcoming of Marvel. <laughs> what did you call it? Phase four. Phase four.
0: The fourth. The forthcoming. <laughs> I like that. I'm going to coin that. That's our new thing.
1: So now that we know (laughs) Shang-Chi... Shut up. (laughs) Now that we know (laughs) Shang-Chi is part of the... The forthcoming? The forthcoming of Disney, like... Do we think that had all of Disney's like stuff not gone down where they got in like trouble for you know being too white? Do you think that Shang Chi would have ever even existed? Like, do you think they would have just been like, yeah, there's an Asian superhero, he- but no one cares? Like,
0: yeah, one, on? I think they one hundred percent would. I think they one hundred percent would because I think that they saw uh, the kind of market there is for diversity, huh? Who would have thought? uh but they saw that they saw the the market for diversity and decided to capitalize on it and i think that that will always motivate them the money i think they will always capitalize on whatever makes them money and that right now is diversity which is a good thing
1: yeah you know i can't complain i do love disney i'm not saying like oh asians are going to start flipping tables at disney but i uh, i'm not too sure it would have existed you have, you have, we you have not right had a yellow way. uprising
0: <laughs> you have every you have every right to feel that way as an asian person brianna so i'm and the then, one that has to uh, listen to what you say
1: yeah fucking it's my time it's your time i am kind of a i'd love aquafina but i am kind of upset that she's in the movie it's just oh, like, she
0: looks funny though she, it yeah, looks like an ant-man like, kind of style know. thing she I was like,
1: excited when I saw there was another Ant Man coming. I was like, "Ooh!"
0: Yeah, Quantum Leap. That's gonna be good.
1: Quantumania.
0: Quantumania.
1: Um, Quantum Mania. Quantum Mania. Um, and A. then Guardians Galaxy isn't until like 2023. But I, I just wish that yeah, like we know Aquafina is funny, even with Eternals with Gemma Chan. Like, there's other Asians outside of the Crazy Rich Asians universe that we could have picked.
0: <laughs> so, so you're a little upset that they just went right for Aquafina because she's like the typical funny Asian right now. Like, you wish they they delved deeper into the pool and found someone. Yeah, new. like
1: look what Crazy Rich Asians did. Like, we found all those Asian people just like lying around. Like, oh my gosh, we had no idea there were so many Asian people. Wild. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's like, okay, well, we're gonna put Asians in stuff again, but we can only pick from that casting, and it's just like, no. Like, don't you white people get sick of just seeing the same old white person? Like, if Ben Affleck stars in one more goddamn movie, like, don't you guys just feel a little upset? Yeah. Okay, so Cricket's nothing. Okay,
0: that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) It's not me. It's not for me to answer.
1: Like if Bruce Willis makes one more bad movie, like aren't you going to start being like, can we get some other fucking white guy in here? Like
0: I felt that way for decades. Yes, we want we want a new Bruce Willis and we did. We got one. His name is Dwayne the Rock Johnson and he's fantastic.
1: But like are, aren't old people like the boomers? Aren't they sick of just seeing Sylvester Stallone like roll out of bed and like no, somehow No, because boomers
0: because love tradition and <laughs> the, his tank the top old days. Off? No, they they yearn they yearn they yearned for the year 1982 when Ugh. Stallone was jacked up shooting commies. Die, mm. commies! I'm Rambo. All, all boomers love Rambo. They'll take 90 Rambo. That's why there's 90 Rambo movies, and they'll take 91.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: You know what I'm saying? We're a different generation. Hopefully we get better media out of it. Paramount mm. promising to start auditioning actors with disabilities, so... I might finally have my big break,
1: you know what that reminds me of. <laughs> we're really going off topic now, but tell me it reminds me of that Jim Jeffrey's segment where he's talking about his casting for his f x show his short lived f x show about um this kid in a wheelchair and how they brought like a bunch of people in for the casting and they were like, Yeah, this guy was so good he had a nurse. He looked like he was really in a wheelchair, like all this stuff. And then it turns out the guy was like faking it. (laughs) 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 And Jim Jeffries was like, wait, the guy paid someone to pretend to be a nurse? Pretended that like he was in a wheelchair just for this casting and he was like, Wow, bravo.
0: That's, that's that's dedication so you're saying i have a i have a shot
1: hey you know when that dogecoin hits yeah you'll be you'll be golden
0: oh honey
1: what are we watching next week
0: we are watching nobody starring bob odenkirk i'm very excited for it
1: that reminds me of that movie uh mr nobody with jared leto I never saw it, but, like, I used to see it when I would flip through it on, like, Netflix, and it scared me.
0: Yeah, no, that's not the movie we're watching at all. <laughs> we're watching the movie Bob Odenkirk, and it's called Nobody, and it's about him getting angry. And I think he starts to, like, beat up guys on a bus. I don't know. We'll find out together, and that'll be the exciting part. Brianna, I'm mm-hmm. going to assume you don't have any more movie news for us or headlines.
1: Oh, no. Rest in peace, Olympia, Olympia Dukakis.
0: Oh, rest in peace, rest in peace. Um, okay. Okay. Cool. She was a nice um, lady. <laughs> Rest in peace, Olympia, Olympia, Olympia. We love you. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. Take care. Hit us up on the tweets, on the instas, in the discord, even though nobody's there. It's okay.
1: Don't hit us up on discord because I still don't like, I still don't know how to use it.
0: Well, learn. At all. This I, has been too long. I
1: was clicking around last night when, when 90 day was on and I just like, I don't get it.
0: Please tweet at Brianna and tell her she's crazy. Uh, we love you everybody. Brianna, say goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, farewell. Bye, beans.
1: Ah, I just slide my hand over my dog.